hire a virtual assistant now and chill. Welcome to another episode of Hire a Millennial Virtual Assistant. I'm your host for today, John, and also my co-host will be my guest for today on a very important and enlightening topic. This is for the podcasters or podcast producers out there. So we are going to get into the details of podcasting laws and talk about what podcasters should do or should not do. So let me welcome you like a real host now. Welcome to the show, Bree. <laughs> Thank you, John. I am glad to be here and talk about this important topic does not get much attention in the podcasting world. Absolutely, Bree. So she's our agency's client success manager and she works with our podcast production team. So if there's anyone who is more knowledgeable about this topic, that would be her. All right. So before we start, let me just share why I chose this topic. Um, nowadays, podcasters are popping up like mushrooms everywhere with mm-hmm. you know with with very diverse topics everything is so easy anyone can make his own podcast now in in even just a few minutes so even if even i have a podcast because it's very easy you know adhering to podcasting laws is sometimes forgotten or neglected even though it demonstrates professionalism and integrity um knowing the rules or the law builds trust with your audience, you know, or guests and potential sponsors as they can rely on your commitment to ethical and legal practices. By following the rules, you also increase your credibility as a podcaster and protect your brand's reputation as well, right? So, so Brie, what are the most important legal um, things podcasters need to think about, you know, when they start one? What are some of the most important factors they should be aware of? Yeah, great question, John. And yeah, I stumbled um, upon your podcast while I was scrolling the other day, actually. First and foremost, podcasters need to understand copyright laws. We'll explore how these laws apply to podcasting and discuss steps that podcasters can take to avoid copyright infringement. Could you tell us more about copyright? Um, sure, John. Um, copyright law is something that podcasters need to know a lot about to um, protect their content and avoid legal problems. Um, when using copyrighted material in podcast episode, it is important to make sure you have the right license and permissions. So if a podcaster wants to include music or a clip from a movie in their episode, what steps should they take to ensure that they are using it legally? Okay, so it's important to understand that using copyrighted material without permission or proper licensing can result in serious legal consequences. Podcasters might want to get licenses from music labels, um, production companies, or licensing agencies if they want to use music or movie clips legally. Some might ask for a payment and some don't but they give you the legal permission you need to use copyrighted content in your episodes. Do you know fair use? Uh, What about fair use? Could you provide some insights on how podcasters can navigate the fair use um, doctrine effectively? Hmm, I'm glad you brought that up, John. Um, Fair use is a powerful defense in copyright law, but it's often misunderstood or misinterpreted. 
it's important for podcasters to be aware that fair use is determined on a case-by-case basis and involves factors such as the purpose and character of the use, the nature of the copyrighted work, the amount used, and the effect on the market for the original work. Um, The most aggressive way to use copyrighted material in your podcast episode is to carefully look at each use and decide if it meets the criteria for fair use. Remember that um, fair use is a complicated topic. We may want to make an entire episode just talking about fair use. So I highly suggest that it is helpful to get legal advice to make sure you are using it correctly. That's nice, Aubrey. Fair use can get very complicated, yes. Um, copyright infringement claims can be intimidating for podcasters. What can they do to keep themselves and their content out of trouble with the law? Hmm. Um, one strategy is to always prioritize original content creation. Be creative by focusing on creating unique and original material for your podcast. You can minimize the risk of infringing on someone else's copyright. And in addition, if you do your homework before using any external content, you can head off any issues with copywriting that might arise. And again, if you are not sure about the legality of using certain content, it is best to talk to a lawyer who specializes in copyright law to make sure you are on the right side of the law. Yeah, I agree with with making your own music, your own intro or outro or even background music, right? This applies uh, with images too, right? That you might use on your cover photos or thumbnails. Just like what I did in my personal podcast, I created my own tune or music. But of course, it's different for podcasters who are reviewing movies or even music, right? Because they really need to use clips that are not theirs, correct? Yeah, you are right. And different movies, different clips also mean Mm. different people to deal with. And that's where the complication comes from. Gotcha. Yeah, I I agree. So are there any recent developments or updates in copyright law that podcasters should be aware of? The answer is yes. John, copyright laws are always changing. So it is important for podcasters to know what is going on. One recent change is the arise of licensing platforms and services that are geared toward podcasters and make it easier for them to use licensed music and, of course, other content. It is worth looking into these platforms to make sure you have the legal rights to use copyrighted content in your episodes. Also, keeping up with copyright-related court cases and industry news can give you important information about how copyright laws are being interpreted and enforced in the podcasting industry. Mm-hmm. Compliance is the most important thing, right, Bri? Mm-hmm. Um, defamation or libel is something else that podcasters need to be aware of, I think. So how can podcasters handle these problems when they talk about sensitive topics or give their opinions, for example? Absolutely, John. When it comes to defamation and libel, podcasters need to know what could happen in court if they say false things about people or organizations. So when talking about sensitive topics or giving opinions that could hurt someone's reputation, it is important to be careful and responsible. 
Mm. I'm still trying to picture uh, an example situation. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Um, let us imagine a situation to show how important it is to deal with defamation and privacy issues. Privacy issues. I'm sorry. In podcasting, in a responsible way. So imagine that um, the host of a podcast wants to talk about a recent scandal involving a well-known person. Um, the, the host may have strong opinions or information that they think it is true, think is true, but uh, they have not done a lot of research or checked the facts. So in their podcast episode, they say things about the person that could hurt their reputation. So in this situation, the host could make false statements that hurt the public figure's reputation and cross the line into defamation or libel without knowing it. This could lead to problems with the law, like lawsuits and fines. Prevent, to prevent such situations, podcasters should approach sensitive topics with caution, right? They should take the time to find out the facts or check the sources. And if necessary, talk to lawyers, right? It is important to make clear distinction between facts and opinions and to make sure that opinions are based on reasonable understanding of the facts as well. Exactly, John. Yeah. Let us also talk about privacy laws because I think some podcasts can also break these. Hosts often ask their listeners and keep track of their personal information. What should they watch out for when it comes to privacy laws? Hmm, okay, so about privacy, let us say that, uh, just like you said, another podcast host gets personal information from their listeners without getting the right permission or does not keep that information safe enough. Um, this could violate privacy regulations and breach their listeners' trust. So in that case, the podcast host should have been aware of privacy laws and taken steps to um, tell their listeners what data um, they collect, um, why they collect it, and how it will be used. They should have used safe ways to store data and respected the choices of their listeners about how to use their personal information. So privacy is very crucial, John. That, that actually makes a lot of sense, Aubrey. I'm pretty sure, especially to those who are listening to our podcasts right now. So let's move on to my other topic here. Let, let's talk about guest interviews. What does it mean from a legal standpoint to have guests on a podcast? Are there any agreements or release forms that should be filled out? Hmm. So guest interviews, um, just like what we're doing right now here in our HMVA right. season two, <laughs> these are a common practice, John. There are, in fact, a few legal things podcasters should know about having guests on their shows. When it comes to guest interviews, it is important to know what legal ramifications are and do what you need to do to protect both the podcast and the guests. Okay, so one important thing is to have your guests sign release forms or agreements. These forms give the interviewer legal permission to use the guest's voice, face, and anything else they say or do during the interview. And most of the time, the release form gives the podcast host permission to record, um, distribute, and talk about the interview on the different platforms. What is the point of this form? 
um, by getting a release form signed, podcasters can avoid any legal problems and make sure they have the right to use the guest content in their part in their episode. Um, it is important for the release form to have clear language about how the interview will be used, if it will be edited or changed, and for how long the rights will be given. Also, the release form should deal with any possible copyright or intellectual property problems. So, for example, if um, the guests say something that is protected by intellectual property rights during the interview, the release form should make it clear if the podcaster has permission to use and distribute that material or if they need to get permission from someone else first. By having these legal documents in place, podcasters can make sure their guests understand the rules, um, protect their own rights, and make sure the interview process goes smoothly and, of course, is legal. Those are actually really helpful, Aubrey. Thank you very much for sharing. I'm, I'm pretty sure this podcast can help podcasters out there to prevent issues in the future. Uh, by the way, to our listeners out there, we are a podcast production company. So if you're looking for one, you can contact us or send us an email at studio at vaflex.com. Just let us know that you know you found out this um, you found out about us here in this podcast and you'll have a special treatment from us. Anyway, going back to our topic, actually, I have one more question, Ambri, and I think this is as important as the other ones that we already talked about. We should touch on trademark infringement. You know, naming a podcast or using logos can sometimes lead to legal disputes, right? What steps can podcasters take to avoid such issues? Okay, um, trademark infringement is a very significant concern, John. Another important legal issue that podcasters should be aware of is, um, of course, trademark infringement. Um, podcasters need to be careful when using the names, um, logos, or other protected elements of well-known brands or people in order to avoid trademark violations. So podcasters should be careful not to use names or logos that could confuse listeners or make them think that the podcast is connected to a certain brand or person. Um, it is important to respect other people's intellectual property rights and not to use protected elements without permission. Amazing. Thank you so much, Brie. I don't, I don't have much to say left, actually. You already <laughs> provided all the information that this episode requires. But yeah, again, thank you so much. This has been an incredibly insightful discussion. So before we wrap up, are there any other legal considerations or advice that you'd like to you know, share with our listeners? Hmm. <laughs> sure. Um, yes, John. And one last tip is that podcasters should be careful about talking about controversial or sensitive topics. Thank you so much, Brie. I'll keep that in mind. No kidding. Thank you for sharing your expertise <laughs> with us today. It's been an eye-opening conversation on podcasting legalities. Any final words of wisdom for our audience? Final words of wisdom. My pleasure. <laughs> okay, John. My final words would be to educate yourself and seek legal advice when in doubt. Understanding and adhering to podcasting laws will not only protect you as a podcaster, but also contribute to a healthy and vibrant podcasting community. 
That's beautiful. Thank you once again for being our guest and shedding light on this important topic. And to our listeners, remember to stay informed and compliant. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> In the world of modern, electronic, fast-paced society, where everything needs to get done yesterday, business owners always find themselves lost or buried under piles of daily crucial routine tasks that soaks up the last drop of energy a business owner has. Hiring assistance from VA Flex can shave hours from your work week. They offer a great level of convenience and flexibility, which leads to a healthier work-life balance, freeing up time to focus on your business. You are guaranteed to work with an assistant who is well-experienced, a great communicator, highly educated, and has a good heart. They treat their clients like family. Hire a virtual assistant now and chill.